Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another episode of Herbaceous Conversations with Back to a Silly. I'm your host, Gloria, and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine and empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being. For more information, visit the website at backtoacilly.com. Hello. I hope you're doing well today. All right, so today I wanted to delve into what goes on behind the scenes in terms of creating herbal concoctions, but I could we could not have a conversation without discussing plant energetics and what that means and how that impacts you as a consumer of plant medicine. So, actually before I get into this episode, y'all, I'm drinking this water right now. <laughs> I put two drops of tangerine essential oil my soul right now (laughs) my soul feels revitalized and it's amazing i don't know why i didn't start doing this sooner (sighs) i mean anyways all right so plant energetics what in the heck does that mean so plant energetics really just explains how Plants respond to your body, the chemistry between plants and your body, the mechanism of it. Now, this is not anything new at all. This formula was actually, has been used since uh, ancient Egypt in their traditional medicine practices. And the term, the four humors, actually was accredited to Hippocrates, but as we know, this was implemented before. Now, it says four humors. Four humors is kind of a weird term. It's really referring to four elements, which are hot, dry, wet, and cold. And these four elements were used by medicine men and women within the village, by the local herbalists, in the apothecaries, um, in, you know, different locations, and actually by monks as well. As in the monastery, it's actually very essential for them to have herbs in their garden for healing the community. So the ancient Egyptians had practiced this, and then this was passed on down to the Greeks, further down passed to the Arabs, and so on and so forth. And now it's really implemented in across every culture, really. So if you look at traditional Chinese medicine, I'll go into that later. Uh, now let's break down these four elements. So these four elements, hot, dry, wet, and cold, they have different attributes to them. So hot, for example, refers to surprisingly light and penetrating. And sometimes it can be very subtle. Cold, now you think of water when it freezes. So cold, it gets dense. It's solid, it's heavy. Wet, think of moisture. So smooth, clammy, soft, receptive, adaptive, and dry. So the characteristics of dry, resistant, hard, fragile. Now, within those four, now those four, if you can imagine it, as a circle, or a square really, that 
uh, has a surrounding, like it goes into concentric circles. So there's an inner circle and there's an outer one that has another four elements. Now, this is, so the four elements, that's the primary, that's the base. That's actually the whole basis of medicine as we know it. Because plant energetics also intermingles with alchemy. I'll get into alchemy into a different episode. So plant energetics, these four elements are the basis of medicine making. Just as the differentiation, I can't speak, <laughs> the differentiation formula is the basis of calculus and the EMC squared is the basis of physics. Does that make sense? So with that being said, so you have the four in the center, that's the primary, and then the secondary four, you have the, all right, <clears throat> excuse me, and then you have the four elements. Now, this actually could be a concentric circle going inwards or outwards. So either way, as within, so without. So now these four elements are also contributed to the four elements in nature. So there is water, air, fire, and earth. Now at the center of this, there these different elements contribute to different like main components of the body. Uh, so air refers to the fluids in the body. So blood, the lymphatic system, so on and so forth, mucus. <clears throat> any liquids in the body. Water, actually water refers to phlegm. Earth refers to black bile, and fire refers to yellow bile. Now, now that I've explained this further, you can see how this correlates to other medicinal practices across the world. So traditional Chinese medicine they have the yin and the yang and other modalities which contribute to this model. There is Ayurveda, which they have the three doshas, which also refer to this model. And, of course, there's Western medicine, African traditional medicine. They have their other methods that refer to this model as well. So this is implemented really across the world. This is an essential part of medicine making. Why do I say that? Now, David Winston actually explained how this affects the actual alchemy of processing different formulas. So, for example, there are some extraction methods that you can't retrieve all the properties depending on the method that you're using, which now you can see if you understand the energetics of plants, you'll know, you can figure out what's the best method if you want to extract all the nutrients within a plant. So, for example, he had stated that there are some, there's a method where they take the menstruum, which is basically the herbs left over after the extraction method, I, I, I should say extraction process is completed. So that's the menstruum. And that, those herbs are taken <clears throat> and burned and the ash that's remaining contains the mineral component of the herbs that you would lack in if you were to just take that first, that phase one of the extraction process and use that. So once that menstruum is burned to ash, 
that ash is then now incorporated back into the tincture. How cool is that? <laughs> so you get all the nutrients within the herbs. That's alchemy at its finest. So alchemy being, you know, the transformation, creation of everything, really. But today is in regards to plant medicine. So what does that mean for you as a consumer of plant medicine? Now, this is why I emphasize to everyone how important it is for you to know, regardless of where you source your plant medicine from, how the herbs are extracted. <clears throat> because the process of the extraction method will tell you as a customer what nutrients are within the herbal formula and how that will benefit you. So, for example, <clears throat> this is important because there are some people that look for certain components within the herb. For example, like you can see in herbal stores a lot of turmeric. You have the whole turmeric, and then you have the one of the main components, which is the curcumin uh, compound that is highlighted within a supplement. So depending on what you're looking for within an herb supplement, some people are looking for a specific compound or compounds, or people want the full spectrum. Um, but generally, full spectrum tends to be best because it just makes sense. The whole plant, you're getting all the benefits versus some. So that is the summation of plant energetics in 10 minutes. I will have a post up on the website if you want to read about it in further detail. And I will close out today's podcast with a quote from a renowned natural healer, naturopathic doctor, Hakim Shishi. And he said in his book, The Traditional Healer's Handbook, he said, a humor or element exists in a kinetic state at all times, adjusting and interspersing with the body fluids, tissues, and parts. Yeah. So that, in a sentence, <laughs> is plant energetics. All right, so I urge you, find out how your plant medicine is extracted and what it means for you. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode. That being said, you have a great day.